Well, there was a farmer. Yes. Who had a dog. Yes. And the dog's freaking name was was Movie Men Bingo. (laughs) Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? See, I had to reach, I reached way into, into the backlog of, uh, of childhood, you know, like Barney songs for that. Hey, but I think it was worth it. It was totally worth it. And when we start recording, Uh, we should do, we should do it again. I'll set you up. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So what is it I'm talking about? Tell, tell the people. (laughs) So. Welcome to the show, everyone. Movie Men Podcast is Brady Alluded. I'm Pete, co-host Brady. We are continuing our, I guess it's a mini-series, whatever you'd label it, on the white... No, not the white. This episode is the white bear, but it's the Black Mirror t- TV show that we are reviewing episode by episode. Kind of different to our usual episodes where we're not actually reviewing a film, but we found that this was an exception because, A, we just kind of wanted to do it, is it might lead to some more kind of abstract conversations, and B, they are kind of like little short films because they're it's not a continuation series, it's literally like a 45-minute story that kind of wraps up at the end, makes us feel a little uncomfortable, we throw up in our mouths a little bit, and then we question our lives and have kind of an existential crisis at the end of when the credits are rolling. And all these things are things that we're like, hey, we should do. And um, this is the next episode. Uh, That was really beautiful. (laughs) When I said tell the people what I was talking about, I kind of meant elaborate on the whole bingo thing. Oh, right. You also just set the episode. No, no, no. You set the episode up so beautifully (laughs) that I can't even. I'm not even mad, bro. Sorry, homie. Uh, can I can I also, quick can I quick give a feed to the movie man bingo then? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. So Brady and I fall into a lot of habits and patterns where we make some jokes that fall into a certain categories. Friend of the show, Marshall, spent months, maybe even like half a year, making a movie men bingo where we'll put the link below. You can put some X's if we hit across any uh, topics. And if you hit a bingo, screenshot it, put it in the comments. And we're giving away a new car um, if you get a bingo. I don't know what the legality around what you just said is. Like, I don't know. (laughs) We're not giving away a car. Sorry. But we'll give away respect. We'll give away respect and honor. So that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Mm. We'll give you more than we have ourselves. Sure. We're not honorable men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's do this. Let's, uh, let's just jump into it. So yeah, let's do it. Oh, black ooh. mirror. What? And what? I think we forgot to mention this. We're, I think we're going to do a quick, maybe 90 second, couple minute rapid summary just to kind of, for those who haven't watched the episode recently, just to remember yeah. what's going on, and then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of it. Yeah, we had some, uh, there was a little bit of belly aching that happened. Belly. <laughs> Where, belly aching. Uh, former, former guest of the show, former friend of the show, 
I wouldn't say former. He's a current, is he not? Uh, he's. We're excommunicating him. Oh, he's he's he is done. No, uh, former former guest of the show, um, Carl Eastman was yeah. like, "Hey guys, you know, sometimes I'm just shoveling my driveway, and um, <laughs> you know, I don't have time to watch Black Mirror, but I still want to listen to your episode. And sometimes <laughs> I don't really remember the episode uh, of Black Mirror that you're talking about, and so maybe you should give." a quick little uh refresher mm. so so let's do so, that yeah. let's uh, do it. so this is this is season two episode two yes yeah white bear uh had you seen this one no no so this was new for you mm-hmm. um i had seen it okay um but yeah so we have a girl named not that it matters but if we're gonna do it we should do it right named victoria Hmm. uh and victoria wakes up in a house um her neck's a little so she's got a bit of a sore head um wakes up next to some pills wakes up next to as you do and she was (laughs) she's not really sure who she is or what's going on um, she kind of stumbles downstairs. There's like this weird symbol on the TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, she stumbles downstairs and outside and notices that there's like in the windows of neighboring houses and stuff. There's just like people like zombified people almost just like staring and filming on their phone, like not actually directly, directly looking at anyone. Mm. Uh, they're just looking at everything through the lens of their phone, filming everything. Um, she's a little baffled. I think she's like maybe trying to communicate with him. She's like, Oh, hello. Hello. Can you, hello? (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, uh, she's, it's, it's a British show, right? So she's like, ah, hello. Um, Hello. Hello. Um, and um that was so offensive uh but yeah she's trying to she's trying to she's trying to reach people and no one's really you know so then all of a sudden this car this bougie as shit car comes rolling (laughs) pimping itself around the bend and um this dude with this mask that's got the same mask as the has the image that was on the tv gets out and he's like shooting her up and and then all of a sudden there's like more people who are chasing her and there only appears to be like one or two people who aren't either out to kill her or one of these like brainwashed phone zombies because like the rest of the town the majority of the town are brainwashed phone zombies mm-hmm. a handful of people um a handful of people are are like almost like purge style wanting to kill her mm. right kind of feels like the purge has a has a purge yeah feel to it sure. um and then just like a peppering of people who fall into neither category and also seem to be on the run um and then yeah and then it's just kind of like some action for a while of like getting caught getting away getting caught again ending up in shootouts close calls um mm. strapped to a log in the woods um yeah some pretty creepy like torturous stuff Creep, and then, like emphasis 
like underline creepy, put an exclamation point on it, like real bold italicize that word. It it's weird. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. And then she ends up in the uh like a like boiler room of a warehouse. Like pretty sure pretty sure she's in the same room that they that, you know, that group of kids killed Freddy Krueger all those years ago. Um <laughs> Basically, you know, his little his little creepy creepy children torture chamber there. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, like just as she they're about to like kill her or something, you know, she's like screaming. The moment when you would like wake up from a dream, right. in, Like a cold sweat. Yeah. Um, these like studio lights come on, and she's like, "There's like a studio audience." Yeah. And she like takes a bow. And or she doesn't take a bow. Like all the people in the scene, her friends and and the people who have been trying to kill her, everyone like bows and there's like applause and all this stuff. And then things progress pretty quickly. And it's interesting because like everything I've said up until this point, I feel like even though it's like 85% of the content of the episode, nothing like is kind of just context it's not like the specifics uh the specifics that i've given are more than sufficient for unpacking the episode Mm -hmm. up until this point right right like what happens and how it happens and stuff like that you know she's got she's having some weird flashbacks she thinks that she thinks she she has this photo in her pocket of this girl that that she thinks is her daughter she can't remember Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of it. That's kind of really all you need to know. Everything else, like what happens and how it happens up until this point is kind of irrelevant. Yeah. Um, it's revealed that much like other Black Mirror episodes, there is a futuristic technology being implemented here. Um, and basically she is a memory wiped um, convict who has been sentenced to this torturous hell so she her and her ex-husband her her late ex-husband um kidnapped and like brutally murdered some little girl uh who is the girl that she's having flashbacks of and and who she has a picture of um and so and her sentencing is like is this this justice park they call it where like you are going to every day everything that's happening is an act um yeah and so basically it's this like prolonged torture where every day they're going to wipe her memory and send her out on this this goose chase and she's gonna get shot at and she's gonna like all this stuff's gonna happen although it's not it's not really it's not real ammunition. The whole thing, it's like theatrics. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using like, you know, fake blood packs and whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also an amusement park, essentially. <laughs> because you can, it turns out that all the people with cell phones mm-hmm. are paying guests. These are people who are, who are here to sort of get in on it. And they're not allowed to like interact they're not allowed to interfere um they very much just kind of play the role of 
silent and and filming and taking pictures it the first like the best comparison that i can come up with here it's honestly like a haunted corn maze but only one person thinks that it's real and everyone else is a part of it yeah yeah that works um does that feel like an apt enough you know i think so yeah because either like at this point really I feel like the summary is not for people who haven't seen it. Mm. The summary is for people who've seen them all, haven't seen them yes. in a while, yeah. and need a refreshing. So I feel like and at just, this point, yeah. your memory's mostly jogged. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so typically, we like we try to find an existential question. <laughs> we try to unpack it. And really, I feel like the only potential and sometimes we like struggle to find it we're like well is this the existential question is this the existential question i feel like in this case very clearly mm-hmm. it is so we have these sets of we have this set of like societal morals sure and you can argue based on your worldview you could argue where those where the those more moral guidelines come from, right? You can, you can, you can argue who decides what is morally good and what is morally wrong. Um, but we typically do torture, you know, pretty universally. We agree. Torture is no good. <laughs> yeah. Um, pretty universally. We agree that, yeah, that there's certain lines that you don't cross. Um, and so I think the question that this episode, the question that I walk away w- with, um, I mean, I know the, I know what my answer is, but the question that I feel mm. like they're trying to ask me is, should that set of, is it okay to set that set of morals aside when the person in question who who you're going to inflict this stuff to is themselves inherently without morals without mm-hmm. yeah um so and i mean it calls into question like eye for an eye and capital punishment really kind of this is like another form of capital punishment because i assume at some point her body and or mind are going to give out. This will, I, the, I don't see this ending any other way than it killing her. Um, yeah. It's hard to see. Like she's going to, she's going to have a stroke or something or a heart attack or just something or a heart attack or something. Um, I know where I stand on this, but I want to know, I want to know what your impressions are coming out of this episode. My impressions are so my first impression was holy crow i did not see that coming and it was an interesting twist and obviously not just a twist for the sake of it like as all black mirror episodes are there they've got some question that they're challenging the viewer with so it was a it was a superficial twist of wow i didn't see that coming and also wow what does this mean to be honest i wasn't sure i wasn't sure where this was going to go once we found out she was a criminal, like black beer being what it is, I honestly, like everything was on the table for me. So I was, 
I was getting my puke bucket ready because I wasn't sure if this was going to get really dark and really, really medieval and they were going to like literally publicly kill her or publicly torture her. And I, I, I'm glad just from like a feeling nauseous point of view, that's not what happened. But just from what we saw earlier in the episode with the mock people that were tortured or we've, we've seen a man with a pig in this series. So I, I literally just wasn't sure what was all on the table and what was going to happen. So, uh, I, my impression was, wow, that wasn't as bad as I was expecting that we'd have to view. But um, it does raise some questions about if what they're doing is the right thing or the fair thing or the sustainable thing. And it just raises a whole lot of questions about justice and the purpose of punishment or the purpose of um punitive actions and whether it's just for punishment or whether there's the prevention involved for both the assailant for not repeating their crimes because they're detained and also other people watching someone being punished saying gee i better not pirate dvds or i better not kill someone because that'll happen to me so there's a whole lot of questions that it raises in in all those different branches but um yeah there there's some I guess, I guess the initial thing that comes to mind is, was her punishment, was it equal to the crime? Like, was it worse than a death penalty? Was it worse than life in prison? Was it better than those things? Was it better than those things? And I, I'm curious what you think, because I could see... To some degree, I think it's equal for the crime because, yes, every day she goes through a hell. Yes, every day she lives through this uh, reality that she finds out that she's a monster, that she's done these horrible things. But to some degree, I also wonder if it's not as worse as the death penalty or not as worse as life in prison because she doesn't really have to live with this massive guilt she only like if if we're doing the whole groundhog day thing where every day she has her memory wiped clean yeah she goes through some stressful things but she doesn't have to live with the self guilt until like 5 or 6 p.m for the two hours before she goes to bed and then it all starts over as with if someone literally lives the rest of their life every waking moment looking in the mirror sick to their stomach maybe the maybe her reality isn't that worse than the alternative in in our current justice system i'm curious what you think in that regard uh well i'm wondering i'm wondering if that 5 to 6 p.m. window uh is becoming dramatically or or increasingly worse like i'm wondering mm. if um like do you get the impression that it, that whatever this like mind wiping thing that they do to her that w- when they kind of show her all that footage mm-hmm. um do you get the impression that they're kind of like snapping her out of it and that like like do you think she's re- do you think during that period do you think she remembers what she's done hmm and if so I- does she then also remember you know the last eight months of being shown this every evening? Hmm. I, ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I'm i wondering that, if it's... That changes the, everything. Yeah, I'm, I guess if I had to guess, and it's a speculation, I think she would remember, yes, 
I remember committing this act. I remember Steve, the boyfriend or whatever his name was. But I, in this scenario, I don't imagine her being like, ooh, this is day 347 that I've lived this hell. More just, I remember today and I remember this specific event in the past, but it could have been a week ago. It could have been three years ago. Right. But I don't know. Hmm. Honestly, don't. Okay. I mean, yeah, my thought is that, like, when it comes to... When it comes to stuff like capital punishment, when it comes to, like, the death penalty... Sure. Um, I mean, my thought... Putting putting my putting how I personally feel about the morals of it aside, mm. um, I have always thought that the death penalty doesn't seem like as harsh a sentence as I don't I don't know like if someone's done something really really terrible, we give them a life sentence, which in Canada is twenty five years. Mm. If they've done something terrible, terrible, there is the potential, although it doesn't happen very often, for consecutive life sentences. Mm, right. Um, so 50 years. If something, if someone's done something, I mean, we don't, we don't have the death penalty in Canada. I don't think. No. No, um, not currently. But, I don't think. But let's say we did. Mm. Um. You know, so then, yeah, you'd have the life sentence, you've had consecutive life sentences, and then if someone did something really, really just despicable, uh, then, then you know, sort of the highest tier is the death penalty. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at that point, like, let's say you're 24. Mm-hmm. And two consecutive life sentences would mean you'd be 74 when you got out. Hmm. Yeah. Or we inject you with this, you go to sleep, and and we just skip. Your like your your life is going to be ta- your life is going to be a life in prison. Or or we y- you opt out like. Do you know what I mean? It it, yeah. it doesn't seem like as big of a punishment. It seems like it seems like letting like that's not the real punishment. The real punishment would be a life sitting in a cell mm. dealing with what it is that you've done. Right. So I don't know how that I don't know how that factors in to all of this. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, this is, did they indicate, like, I don't know how long this is going to go on for. I, yeah. I, it's almost like indefinitely, but I honestly don't know. Because you kind of reach, you kind of reach that, like, um, you kind of reach that 51st dates question. Where, <laughs> Which like, one? So, so what happens in 20 years Right. when we're still doing this? Yeah. And she wakes up and on the way downstairs, she catches her reflection in the mirror. Right. Right. And all of a sudden, instead of being 35, she's 55. Sure. Yeah. 
you know, it's hard to know. And also the, the shelf life of this lifestyle, like you alluded to, maybe she won't live to a certain age where that becomes a factor just because of the physical stress of enduring what she has to endure. Who, who knows? Can I pose a question to you? Because we've kind of been bashing forth about what's equal or greater as far as the crime versus what's going on versus kind of some current societal comparisons to like life in prison and the death penalty. And my question is, what is, what is the benefit or what is the purpose from a societal perspective of what they're doing in this episode? And I'm asking it from a very practical perspective because this is literally, they are paying full-time jobs for so many people to do this. Like they're, they're just all the benefits, all the, vacation that they have to pay like the the i'm talking like the physical tangible tangible expense of running this person's living hell and i'm just curious if it's worth it from a societal perspective and i'm not trying to be silly about this i'm actually being quite sincere like what is the benefit from society through this is it again literally making a skeptical or a, uh, an example of someone to have society not repeat that person's crime? Is it literally just a human uh, making taking some some joy in making someone suffer for, for wrongs they've committed and casting stones on someone else? I'm just curious about what what the benefit is from society for spending all this time and effort on, on doing this. And uh, I'm just curious what you think. I mean, I I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. such a yeah. it it's such a it's such a heavy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think it's yeah, it's really hard to it's really hard to know how to navigate this. It's hard mm-hmm. to go like inherently. I think it seems like a, it seems like a gigantic waste of resources. To me. Sure. Well, because um, she can't be the only criminal. She can't be the only person who's killed someone, tortured someone, done something horrendous. So that she, it's not like just oh, one specific person that they've taken one person. Like I'm assuming this is a, a widespread thing, right? So from a societal perspective, what benefit is coming from it other than maybe justice in some people's some people's vision? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I don't know, man. I think it's um Yeah. It's 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 exactly. Like where where is everybody else? Like if, if this is a whole town, they have a whole town. <laughs> right. Yeah. Set up for this. And so how does that work? Right. Um yeah, I I I don't understand I don't understand enough of the logistics behind what it is that they're suggesting, mm-hmm. um, you know, in order to really, in order to really be able to get behind it and make sense of it. And see, it's just, it's very, it raises a lot of questions for me because it's not just a system that's set up that this is what we've deemed worthy for someone who's committed such a crime and this is the reality that we put them through. It's just such a weird concept and 
I don't know if it muddies the waters, but it's so weird that it's this system that it's literally a theme park where people can take their kids to partake in this. And it's almost like, come poke the bear, come make the bear do a somersault and throw your breadcrumbs at it and taunt it and tase it and do all these things to it. And you can get your pound of flesh from it too, even though you've not actually been wronged by it. And it just, there's that component too, right? Where it's literally people like, going on a field trip or taking little Tommy and buying some cotton candy or what have you. It's there's that part of it too. That's just a little, a little weird. Cause it's, it, it makes it a little bit different than just saying, this is our punitive system. This is the system we live in. It's people like lay people just joining in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's, I mean, that's literally the extent of my notes. Can I, can I, if that's all you want to talk about, can I go on a bit of a bunny rabbit hole? Yeah, 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 question? do it. Okay, yeah. so when I was watching this episode, I was ch- literally trying to piece things together because obviously I didn't know the twist that was going to be coming. So when I was seeing things occur, I, I made some notes. I'm like, okay, I wonder what this means. Or, okay, ooh, I wonder what this means. So in the end, these notes of mine literally have nothing to do with actually what was occurring because everything was explained. But it's specifically about all the people on their phones and it's something I, I made a note of it cause I was wondering if this is what he was trying to say. Obviously that's not, but I just want to raise this question anyway. So I noticed obviously there's this huge disconnect between our girl who I, I know you said is it Victoria and all these people observing her recording her on their phone. So that I noticed that right off the bat and it's peculiar because all these people, it starts off with them watching them, watching her inside their home. So there's this huge disconnect between them. And as she starts running through the streets, uh, we see there are people not just in their homes recording her, but there are people like rubbing shoulders with her recording her. And when they were in their homes, they weren't helping her in her distress. And when they were on the street, they weren't helping her in her distress. And so it was just weird watching her being present, but still alone. And, all these people being unwilling to help. And I guess what I'm trying to, what it raised a question for me, and this is a leap. So you got to bear with me here, but to me, it was almost a commentary on news in our society. And it raises a question of how much do we really need to know about other people's plight? So the reason I thought about the news is that honestly, it honestly seems like the the connection I was making is people in their homes watching a screen, watching this woman's plight and actually ha- having no control. Like say me watching a news story about something on the other side of the world and there's nothing I can do. I'm just literally in my home watching it and I can't help this person. But then literally as she's rubbing shoulders, there are people that literally could help. Like I watch news articles of things that are going on down the road from me and yet I'm still just going to watch the news on my screen and not actually help the person in their need. And it just, again, it's a rabbit hole, but it, it with news coverage, it just raises the question, how much do we need to know about other people's misery? Like when they go in the news and it's not just reporting events, but going into in, intimate details about how someone was killed or where someone was abducted or what horrible thing happened to someone. 
I understand. I'm not trying to say we should mute news and we should live in a, a communist country where we, we everything's di- like everything's solicited and we, we know nothing. I'm just curious about this whole question of how healthy is it as a society for us to be watching news, watching bad news for something that maybe just other than superficial details, what details do we really need to know about other people's plight? And do, do, you, do you know what I'm kind of get at? I know it's a leap. I know it's a jump. But it's just something I was curious about. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, it, I think you're right. I mean, so I've spent some time studying um, news reporting, and um, and it, it always surprises me. Like listening to news reporting, listening to a professor talk about how to report the news. And specifically, you know, there's there's been lectures on how to report crimes, how to report court cases, how to report all of these things, which you which you can report and which you can't, so on and so forth. And mm. what strikes me is so like I don't know if I'm the only one sitting there thinking this, um, mm. but it's always like, well, you know, this is the information that you can get, and this is the information you can get, and we can report this, and we can report that, and I'm like. But, but why? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, if, if the crime that's being reported is so-and-so stabbed four people and is still at large and is expected to be in the vicinity of this area. Yeah. Well, okay. Then right. great. Yes. Then that absolutely. is a public safety thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if so-and-so that you've never heard of stabbed <laughs> so-and-so that you've never heard of, mm-hmm. and now they're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, me finding out about that, <laughs> mm-hmm. like at that, at that point, maybe, and I mean, this is really interesting at that mm. point, does that news serve any purpose to me other than entertainment? And right, right. if all it is, is meant to be is entertainment, right? How morbid is that? yes yes it's it's honestly it's the question of yeah you raise a good point the difference of being informed for relevant or pertinent information and then also the opposite where it's just news and information for entertainment and at that point it becomes the horrid kind of analogy of watching a traffic accident in the opposite lane of the highway and people slowing down to get a good peep like it's it's kind of a weird human experience that it's a little unnerving. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah. It's bonkers. That's all man. I got. It's bonkers. <laughs> uh okay, well, I mean, let's cut this yeah. short. What um scale of <laughs> zero to ten this episode for me? Yeah, you know, you know, this one was a bit weird because it wasn't the most fascinating underlying question. It wasn't the most fascinating episode, but just as a like a cinematic perspective, I did appreciate the mystery and it did keep me uh, captivated. So I'm definitely not giving it the highest score, but I'm giving it higher than I'd say the average I've given. So I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. It, it did have those moments that made me uncomfortable. It did have some questions that made me reflective and rhetorically ask myself, but it definitely wasn't the best of the Black Mirror episodes we've seen. Right. I agree. What about you? Uh, I give it a flat six. Um, okay. 
Okay. I think I don't think it's bad. I do think it's an entertaining one, and I think it's got a f- uh, a twist that makes you um, that makes you feel the same way that Black Mirror has a tendency of making you feel. I mm. think I'm just not a fan of. I think I'm just not a fan of the way it's structured and, and laid out. I feel like I'm not mm. given enough time to. I'm not given enough of the episode to really process. Um, what's happening within a proper context, mm. right? Yeah. I don't have I don't have any context for what's happening until right at the end. Um, so I do spend most of the episode relating to Victoria because she's in the dark and I'm in the dark, um, mm-hmm. and so that's a that's an interesting approach. Um, mm. I just I don't think it's the charm of Black Mirror. I think the charm of Black Mirror is look at this technology. Mm-hmm. Now watch how it affects life. Mm, yeah. Uh, and, th- and that was missing for me. Sure. Yeah. That's so, fair. Yeah. So six. Cool. All right. Okay. We'll wrap it up, man. <laughs> sure. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Please like and comment on the episode page. We love hearing back from you. Check out our uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter links below. Like, follow, subscribe. Leave us a good review on the uh, platform that you're listening to us on. Check out the Patreon and merchandise page. It helps us maintain and grow the show, and it helps us give you some perks in return. And until next time, bye bye